You no, can tell yeah, no starts peeking his no. eyes over and he starts we, looking at you. No, we got people complaining in the uh <laughs> oh, for a minute, a, like, a minute in the, no. in the he said nine fifteen ish. I said eight fifteen ish uh, or eight fifteen ish. Sorry, I'm nine fifteen regular normal time. Yeah, my five year old boss needs to be put to bed. Yeah. And welcome to episode one thirty two <laughs> of Ripping the Rack podcast. I am your host Tim. With me today, as usual, the King of the North, Calvin Awake. Gentlemen, how are we today? Good. How are you? Um, it is wet here. It is. It was. <laughs> It was very moist here this morning. It was so moist. Let's talk about water. Uh-oh, Brian, you got water in your basement? He did. <laughs> no, that was no. last week. Yeah. Some other. Yikes. And with us today, a mile down the road, the Coastal Crusader, Mr. Brian Ather. Brian, how you doing? I'm great. Cowboys are in first in the NFC. Look at that. NFC, NFC West or NFC North uh, or your, whatever. East, and East. your wife East. and your wife made me laugh. I and know. Isn't she funny? They still got to beat San Francisco. So relax yourself. Ah, well, you know, we only got to beat them once. Thank God. <laughs> or somebody um, else has to beat them before they get to us. Right. That would be lovely as well. <laughs> you know what? You know what kind of bothers me about this? You have guys like Tyreek Hill. And yes, I'll say it's CD Lamb and Dak Prescott, who's having an amazing year, that won't sniff MVP. Meanwhile, Brock Purdy will win the MVP for throwing screens and slants to three all pro players. Hey, man. Why don't they just call best quarterback in the league? Tom Brady got best quarterback ever because a whole bunch of receivers. Yes, uh, yes, this is what my wife This is where we're at right now. Yeah. This is the Dallas Cowboys cycle. We're at the We Dem Boys. This is our year. No, I'm not there. You know me, Tim. I'm a realist. When does football season end for me most of the time? Uh, November. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. This is a new experience for me. December has been pretty meaningless for a while, so this is this is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Nico, and goodbye, Nico, but we should probably be here because what else are we going to do? Yeah, Why we'll you be just here. leave us on while you're working the last half hour. That's right. You could just leave us on. Yeah. I think Listen. we should try and get on, uh, like, you know, just like a morning show or something. Maybe we could have our own morning show. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Um, we have lots of stuff to discuss today. It's going to be fun. Today, I think. Um, We're going to get some rant. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, people? <laughs> I, I, I feel like. I feel like I we should have fewer call-ins. I feel, oh, my God. That would be awesome. Okay, we got to figure out how to do that. We do need to figure out how to phone, do it. Phone number 506. <laughs> <laughs> Call it in. Uh, four, 411 on your uh, mobile phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> or 211. I, I know some people that need 211. Oh, God. That would be – that would be – Oh, I, I mean, it would be tough to do, but I think we should try it. I think we no, should I, You know what you can do, Tim? Honestly, it's the same way you invite Calvin and I. You just send an invite to their Facebook link, and they can just hop on. And they hop on, and then we kick them out when they're exactly. done. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I like you it. can have live call-ins. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've unlocked an achievement for Tim. Oh, you did. 
Um, and I, I apologize for my distractedness. I'm just trying to put the link up on our on our Facebook page so people can. Hey, I have a question. Do you yep, think Mitch Trubisky um, channeled his inner Uncle Rico when he was fourth and two and he thought he could throw it over those mountains? <laughs> Sorry for any Steeler fans that are still, you know, standing on top of the building. I love the, I love the fact I love the fact that Bailey Zappi looked like Drew Bledsoe in his prime in the first half. Yeah, but then you but then he showed up in the second half. Looked like Rick Meyer in the second half. Oh my god. So are you guys, do you believe the Patriots are tanking for the top pick? Well, no, if they were, they wouldn't have won on Monday night. No, no, listen, it's because um the Steelers coach there, what's his name? Hates New England so much that he told Mitch to throw it out of the stadium so that New England could win so they don't get the number one pick. Oh, they still, the number, they still get the number two pick. So, No, they don't. Aren't they as shitty as Carolina? No, no they got the number two pick still because they have the tiebreaker for the number two pick. Which Bill Belichick is mad about when somebody will get fired. Oh, Arizona. They have the tiebreaker over Arizona? That yeah, so wait a minute. Arizona is going to have Kyler Murray come back. And they'll have a number one pick. Which will probably be Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, that sounds like a whole lot of fun to play in the NFC West against those two. I'd really want to play corner there. <laughs> that kid's incredible. Good gracious. And, and I know this is a bowling podcast, but real quick while we're doing this. Love it. Can we all agree... That the Florida State got absolutely robbed. Yes, 100%. Oh, without oh a doubt. You go undefeated, win a Power 5 championship. Power 5 conference is what bothers me. Like, really? And you don't make it. Because your quarterback got hurt and you still won. That's why, that's one of the reasons why I really, really dislike. I'm glad next year football. it goes to eight teams. At least it'll alleviate some of this next year. Some Maybe. Um, so, bowling. We have bowling. things to discuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, people would like us to do a rant, so we'll try to have something. I, I'm brewing something here. Don't don't our conversations normally end up in rants, anyways? Typically. Um, Calvin, what's going on up in uh, Canadian land? Uh, Canadian land. We had a couple tournaments uh, last weekend. Uh, let's see if I can find the pictures that I took. Uh, the 525 at Moncton, uh, uh, 20 teams ended up, which is very good. That's a great uh, turnout. Yeah, it's a great turnout, especially for a 525. It's hard to find bowlers at a 525 average. And to find 20 teams worth of at least five bowlers, six bowlers maybe, if you wanted a, a sub, that's uh, – it's definitely a, a, a difficult feat, but they did it. So top three teams made it in uh, to the playoffs, and they all made it in with identical records. It was pretty crazy how both divisions were pretty well the exact same team dynamic and everything. So they all finished with 14-4 and four records. Uh, Justin Jones's team, Corey Jones's team, and Hub City Electrical – and that was and that was the division one and division two was Pete's people, backdoor action and Corey Smith. Backdoor uh, action's the best. Yeah. 
<laughs> I threw the best strike that I, way once. Uh, I've I've heard it's pretty good. I've I mean, heard we are talking bowling, right? Oh yes, I, of yeah. course. I was thinking exactly that. Um, back door. Um, so back door. That's, that's, that's reason number eight hundred and seventy-two of why I'm probably going to hell. Oh, I thought about why we were going to get kicked off of YouTube. Um, back door. Played up on Rumble too. <laughs> um, teams crossed over, so kind of like worlds. Um, Corey Smith's team faced Corey Jones' team. And Did a Corey believe, win? Uh, a Corey won. Yeah, a Corey won by four pins in the last box. So it was Ooh. a very close uh, match there. And uh, backdoor action faced Hub City Electrical, and I believe that one was uh, like 20 or 30 pins. And then uh, Corey Smith's team beat uh, Justin Jones's team, and then Pete's Peoples lost to backdoor action. And then I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can't. It's okay, man. You can laugh. To beat backdoor action. It's tough. It's tough to see. My mind is just so in a wrong place tonight. That's okay. That's okay. okay There's nothing wrong. And look, my and, child. And it makes it even better. Corey Smith beat backdoor action. So I mean, it's just it. It gets even better. If anybody can beat yeah. backdoor action. Yeah. It's Corey, Corey Smith. Yeah, four yeah. backdoor Corey action Smith. with Corey Smith. I mean, yeah, yeah. He doesn't get a lot of it. So, um, we, <laughs> so. Team Corey Smith, uh, I believe, had uh, Corey Smith, Corey Thompson, Ryan Flynn, um, and I can't remember the other two guys. One of them was a guy I've never met before, and one of them was a – oh, good God. <laughs> I think we can we can give it up. We know it was offside. It's okay. It was a, it was a bad thing. Anyway, so that was the 525. Uh, and then we also had the ball through him. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then we had the uh, Connell Patterson Memorial, which happened uh, in Windsor, Avon Valley Lanes. Uh, Shore Shots were the winners there, 18 and 4. The uh, team of rolling guys from A, basically uh, Justin Corkum, Sean Dion, Blake Doucette. I think they all were on that team. Um, so they ended up at 18 and four and there was a three-way tie with the Turkey hunters, AVL and divas and deadwoods at 16 and six, um, high average for the men. Cause I don't see the women averages, but high average for the men was, uh, Nate LeBlanc at 131. So good bowling for him. And that was sort of it for tournaments. Uh, what was the did, uh, what was it like to throw six? Ian, Ian asked about Miranda Wallace's mixer. Did we did that happen? And do we have any word about it? I didn't see anything else, anything from that. Um, I'm sure somebody might be listening. Let me check that would know. If I can find it real quick while you guys there you go. Angela primes in with the uh, Narissa was the high at 113, so good for her. Um, coming up. There are a few tournaments, and I, I don't know if they're still going on. I haven't seen anything, but this is just I'm going off the calendar. Uh, the Scotch Doubles in Bears Road. That's this weekend, this Saturday. Uh, Christmas Turkey Scotch Doubles at Heather Lanes in New Glasgow. 
uh, best box doubles on the 17th at Bible Hill, uh, 80% handicap doubles on the 27th at Avon Valley Lanes, uh, January 6th in the new year, a three-person team at Amherst, uh, January 7th, Battle of the Sexes at Windsor, January 13th and 14th is the 580 in New Glasgow. Uh, Laura Trudy Memorial, the 13th and 14th as well at Bears Road. I think that's the ladies tournament. So that mm. one is on as well. Um, yeah, Tim does have squirrel moments. Well, Miranda's Mixer is December 10th. Yeah, that was this past weekend. That was, that was yesterday. Oh. Yeah, that was yesterday. We were looking for results. Yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't know. I didn't see any results posted. I just seen congratulations. Oh, they what it was. Oh, it was yesterday. no. Yesterday, yeah. Um, and then we have the 560 getting excited for those. Uh, the men's 560 in Dieppe is the 27th and 28th of January. Um, then the Peter Wells is at Windsor, the February 3rd and 4th. And then the Fairlanes 560 um is the ninth to 11th it, super bowl weekend you know anybody bowling in all three of those because that would be pretty wouldn't cool. that be crazy i i am not and nor will i <laughs> uh, bowling two of them no i'm not even bowling two no? of them. i don't think i'm gonna go up to the peter wells um uh, and the super bowl i'll bowl in the super bowl 560. um yeah. reminder to all captains you have until this weekend uh, this Friday, I believe, or this Saturday, to confirm that you're coming to the 560. I believe there was 11 teams that hadn't confirmed. I don't know if they have all confirmed um, on the site or whatever. But Dave Warren's looking for that, so make sure you're signed up, or they're gonna he's gonna start going to the wait list. So make sure you confirm with him that you are coming back. Uh, the price has gone up to 600 with a $150 deposit. So that's kind of where we are until February. Well, okay then. Canada land. Um, hold on. I was just. Uh, I did get some pictures from the money matches. I know we were talking about that, but. Yeah, we had a couple of money matches. Uh, Mark Weber's cleaning up. I'm going to start taking a percentage. I'm going to start taking a fee on uh, coaching. Coaching fee is like 10%, I think. So, yeah, well, that'd be pretty good because he did okay last week. Yeah, he yeah. did pretty good. So, him and uh, him and Carrier um, had a solid five string match against Holbrook and Baker uh, at uh, Exeter Lanes. Um, yeah. Came down to really came down to the last two boxes. Yeah, Carrier threw a double. Your double. Um, yeah. He bowled. Wow. And Mark will tell you he 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 bowled awful. Yeah, he was. He, <laughs> he well, he was he was off and on. He went 91, 125, 98, 127, and yeah. then was only three over before he threw the double to yeah. basically clinch it. Um, Holbrook bowled well, and Weber yeah. bowled out of his head again. Yeah. I shouldn't say that because he's a good bowler. And, and when I if I say out of his head, then people tend to think it means it's he bowled over what he can. And it's not what he, really what I was talking about. Well, when you bowl that good, it is over what you can. Like, it's a great score, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, again, Mr. Gamerman Alt-XD. Uh, 
<laughs> I know it's not XD. I'm not an idiot. No, no, no. I'm talking about the next comment down. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> um, oh, you would have, but Chris, you weren't open on a spare. It would have been open on a double. So you wouldn't have punched two. You would have been way better. You would have had two balls to fuck it up. So you're we fine there. Yeah, Don't worry, buddy. Fine. You'll have lots of time to win lots of strings in, on, in April. Ah, yeah. No, no Jason. Yeah. We are calling you from now on. You are now Mr. Gamer Man Alt XD. No, wait. No, Brian. Chris Merrill can't be anchor at the 560. He'll be fourth. We can't put him anchor. I don't know. He had a solid 290-something this past week. I just want to call out Chris on what a great, great stretch of bowling you're doing right now. 290. Great. Dude, no, I think he was 299. I think. No. Yeah. I, there's no way he broke 300. He had like. I know. I just said that. 299 is not breaking 300. Wow. There's no way he got that close either. You know, because he said he wasn't sure of the last time. Oh, 297. 297. I told you he wasn't that close, motherfucker. Yeah, 297. <laughs> and That's I guess he could coast through the last month. You know, maybe lower that once a month average a couple pins. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are uh, – I have no results here because I don't know what's been bold, and I haven't seen any results. So, uh, once uh, again, I go on my I go on my soapbox to make myself a few inches taller and say, if you want us to talk about your bowling and your results, you may want to send them to us because uh, I'm not digging for Caleb and Chat. I got the other money match pictures. You want that? Oh, do we want to talk about that money match? Well, yeah. We I mean, it's the next yeah, one up, isn't the results? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So twenty three ninety seven for uh, or twenty three ninety five. No, no, no. For Jeff Lapierre and Mark Weber, and then uh, Dom Drake and Richard Beveridge was twenty two sixty seven. So it was one hundred and thirty or one hundred and twenty eight bids. We're not too sure, but it was that. That was the uh, the victory. Uh, so Jeff and Mark and Mark winning more money. So remember, Mark, uh, percentage, coach's fee. Probably... Uh, no, come on, dude. It's December. That money's going to the little boy. You know that. Chris yeah, but that's okay. He doesn't. He only needs a certain amount of diapers. <laughs> Chrissy is. That's gone to Chrissy. Yeah. That's Chrissy's. Yeah, yeah. The other ninety percent is Chrissy's, and I get my ten percent coach's fee. Did you guys? Are you, don't you guys pay attention? Uh, Boatwells, good house. Bowled there once about eight hundred thirty-two years ago. Never bowled there, man. Couldn't tell has, you how the pinfall is anymore. And don't. it has officially won the bid for the mixed worlds, so that's where Did the it? mixed worlds will be this year. Yes. Oh, it's not going to. Be, I I heard Bangor was getting mixed worlds and worlds. No, did they not uh, get the mixed worlds? Boat Wells has won the captain's vote. Oh, breaking That's news in, on that is in Concord. Yeah, breaking news. Breaking news that is in Concord, New Hampshire. Uh, for those of you that don't know, and What's they have Concord, at least uh, uh, it people, uh, Boat Wells Bowling Alley. That's about it. <laughs> uh, Jimbo Jimbo used to bowl there. Okay, is that how he got so shitty? No, oh, we got to, he got so shitty from bowling with me, I guess. Okay. Just guess, That's what guess happened I... to Jeff, too, huh? Uh, yeah. And me? Oh, my God, Tim, I found out what happened. You sucked long before you started bowling with me. Yeah, you sucked worse. 
You can't use you can't use me as the excuse on that one. Uh, for those of you that would like to know uh, about Wells, it is at uh, 152 North State Street in Concord, New Hampshire. I just googled it because uh, let's see what's in Concord. Um, Blossom Hill Cemetery. Oh, there's a good place to go take a nap if you bowl back. There's your river, the Merrimack River. Good place to chuck your bowl balls before you um, cemetery. If I'm not mistaken, isn't Concord the capital of New Hampshire? I think so, Jim. There's a capital of New Hampshire. Is it big enough to have a capital? All I states have all state states have a capital. Minutes at a time. I feel like Concord was a capital. It's not Manchester. Is it Manchester? It's not Manchester. I'm gonna have to Google this now. Sorry, I'm having a squirrel moment. It's okay, squirrel. Geography with ripping the rag. Well, I was a. Uh, that was my yeah. Concord. It is a state capital. I knew that. So you could go to the live for you die. Because that is uh, the good job, yeah. Tim. I just Thank know you. New Hampshire is no taxes and liquor stores, right? And I assume they have twenty-four lanes. Yes, twenty-four is it. That's all they have is twenty-four. There will okay. be three balls practice allowed. You know, uh, Brian, are we going to make another trip this year to watch for a day? Because I've never. It... I know hope I'll be bowling in it. I put my name in as a free agent. So, so you want to uh, go I... watch, Brian? You want to go watch? Probably we will, Tim. Don't worry. I'll need someone to ride up with me. Uh, yeah, go up for your like two hours and then bowl back. Like that's fine. No, we we went up for. I brought we, Colin last year, and we went. We, we there. got there at about eleven. We left at five. We were there about yeah. six hours. We were there five. Colin ate most of Daly's pizza. It was a good day. That's not. That's not enough time. <laughs> We drove, we drove three hours to stay six hours to drive three hours. Uh, I don't think that's going to be happening on this ride. No. That's the name no. of my team. Uh, so yeah. let's see. We have uh, the Webster Timber Lanes 4th Annual South Shore Classic. Uh, starts 10 a.m. on Sunday, January 21st. Maximum 4014s. Uh, a second shift will be added with enough interest. $160 per team. Uh, one in four teams cash. First prize, $1,500 based on 44 teams. Teams will bowl five games. Their highest three team games will count as their best three out of five. Contact Matt Nichols to sign up January 1st. Average verification required, 30 string minimum. Uh, payment, no due, salads allowed. payment due January 14th can be made by Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, or Cash. We have... Riverwalk Lanes presents the New Year's Day best five of seven. Seven cool. strings across seven lanes with your two lowest games drop. $75 entry fee, $25 bowling, $50 prize, $10 optional side pool, $7 high single, $3 high seven. One out of five entries will cash three shifts on Monday, January 1st. That is at 11 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m., downtown Amesbury. Contact Mark Ritchie. If you can Riverwalk carpool, Lanes. carpool. There is very little parking. Oh, yeah. Parking sucks there. Yeah. Where? At Riverwalk. Carpool, carpool. Yeah. I'm not kidding. There might be 18 spots. Uh, The Canopin Corner Christmas Classic that is coming up uh, this coming Saturday, December 16th, 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. shifts uh, at Academy Lanes. I have no idea if they're still taking signups. 
but uh, I will. Corey Alisi, I think Corey's running that. Corey, uh, Corey Jordan Britton, or the Canopy Corner Facebook Big page on. to register. Um, it's you a nine a belt, pin, I think. It's a nine pin tournament. So, you get a belt if you win? I think so. I think so. Uh, let's see. We've got. Do you have to defend it if you bring it to different tournaments? Oh, that'd be so oh, much fun. That would be cool. That would actually, that's not a bad I'd idea. I'd be a belt collector. You oh, wait, is it bowling or wrestling? Bowling. Bowling. Oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah. Bowling. Yeah. Uh, strike oh, in the year I'm 20... wise man. We're not speak? sumo wrestling. Excuse me. I was speaking. That was How rude. many times have you interrupted us? Oh, all the time. Exactly. So okay, Paul. Hi, I'm Kettle. Nice to That's yeah. okay. That's okay. I admit it. There's no well, pot then, kettle when I admit it. Then don't be getting upset when we interrupt you. Oh, okay. Uh, we have two New Year's tournaments to discuss. Uh, the Strike in the New Year 20-string bowling tournament at Oakland Park Bowling Center. Oh, on, yeah. I forgot. I on forgot one. the two tournaments in Moncton. I forgot. Well, I'll, I'll talk about them now so I can interrupt Tim. Okay. Um, the Boxing Day doubles at Fairlanes and the New Year's Day doubles. At, For those Year's of us that don't celebrate Boxing Day, Calvin, could you tell us when Boxing Day is? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in. Let's you go. guys don't know when Boxing Day is? You guys don't we know don't, Boxing Day? We don't celebrate Boxing Day here in the U.S. What? What do you guys do after Christmas? Go to work. Sleep. What? Actually, no, no. no Tim, Tim, in part of my language, we fuck off for a week until New Year's. You guys Except don't get Boxing Day? I do this year, but I typically don't get the 26th off. Unless Christmas is on unless Christmas yeah. is on a Sunday. Man. I never thought that was not a thing. I didn't know that America didn't know what boxing. No, day was. it's a it's yeah. a it's a English holiday, England holiday, and of course, nice. Yeah, I okay. literally so thought boxing, when I was younger that it was two people just beating each other up in the middle of town. Boxing Day is the day after Christmas, so that's a Boxing Day doubles at uh, Fairlanes. So Ian, there you go. Find a partner and come bowl the Boxing Day doubles. Ninety uh, percent handicap, I believe. And uh, sign up starts at 11 and it's nine strings, I think. So sign up. And then New Year's Day as well. Sign up. Come bowl. What's New Year's Day? New Year's Day singles, I think. It's another, it's a singles. It's, it's a fun one. When you get into the playoffs, based on the higher seed, they get to pick who they want to bowl in the playoffs. Okay. So, if, so if the three of us were bowling and I was the higher seed, I get to pick out of the two of you who I, I want to bowl. No, I bowl Tim. I could beat him. He's he's easy. I beat him once already. What beat me? Yeah, dude, I got a broken back. You should yeah. beat me. I could beat you with the. Everybody should beat me except for Brian. I don't know if he could beat me, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm really not that. I didn't say you were that bad. I didn't say you were that bad either, Brian. You're the best, man. I just said I don't think you could beat me even with a broken back. Oh, I could. No, I could. One string, no. Three, yeah. Five, absolutely. Ten, I'm burying you by the seven. <laughs> Mr. Game you're of You're not bowling eight through ten. You're not correct. You're not no, bowling. You could beat me. Huh? Ten strings. You're not bowling the eight through the ten. Dude, I ain't bowling ten strings. No way. Anyway, uh, we have Oakland Park uh, Bowling Center, their first annual New Year's Eve singles tournament. They're looking for 
24 spots. It is a 20 stringer on Sunday, December 31st. 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 We got the 31st. God, I can really speak today. Um, Check in at 7.30 p.m. Starts at 8 p.m. It's $120 per person. Uh, High single, $20. Uh, 10 scratch and 10 nine pin. Nice. Register in person or by calling area code 207-594-7525, Oakland Park Lanes, and beautiful Rockport, Mass, Maine. Oh, my Mass God, Maine. I listen Massachusetts. <laughs> we live Newport, Dude, Newport Mass, there. Maine. It's two miles from my house. <laughs> oh, it's it's the new spot of Newport, so- Mass, Maine. Oh my god! <laughs> I need to start start smoking. Stop! Crack you need to stop. Start. Start. Stop. Um, and I assume I haven't heard anything about it since, but I assume one seven ten is still having the Ray LeBrett Memorial Twenty Stringer on Saturday, December thirtieth. That will be as I pull up here. It will be where's the? There it is. Uh, 10 a.m. start time at 1710 Sports Center. It is singles, 20 strings, scratch bowling, 54 bowlers max, three bowlers per lane, $150 entry fee. If they can fill it, it will be a minute, a guaranteed $3,000 for first place. So it'll be a good turnout, good payout. Do sign up, message 110. Uh, wow, my god, man. You are struggling. This episode of Ripping the Rack is brought to you by Prevagen, Prevagen, (laughs) which is what Tim needs. Am I having a stroke? Is this a (laughs) spell toast? Am am I having a... Who's the president, Tim? (laughs) Joe Trump? Not to make a joke out of strokes, but could someone Google the symptoms of strokes and just make sure I'm not having one? Oh, no, I can tell you. You just got to answer some questions, know who I am. I've done these questions before. It's not fun. That's a a concussion, not stroke. No, no, I had to ask my dad. He had no idea who I was. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. To sign up, message, not massage. (laughs) 1710 on Facebook or call the lanes at 207-621-1710 and Brian is going to lose it. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh my god. I'm broken. <laughs> I'm I'm broken tonight. Um and then I think there was what do we <laughs> Oh um, let's see. I, that's all I got. Squirrel. I don't have results because I don't, again, people haven't sent me results. So I don't, I don't got any results. Uh, I really do enjoy watching all the Friday night rolling stuff on Facebook. If we can get off into that, like that is, it's a joy every Friday night to know that I can watch one or two matches or yeah. flip between them. It's oh, really cool. Sorry. It's like bowling night in New England. Squirrel got, Calvin has hockey night in Canada. We have bowling night in New England in Canada. Squirrel moment. Uh, the Richie Meyer Memorial at Canal Lanes is on Saturday. Is that the double elimination tournament? I don't know. It's this Saturday, uh, this uh, 12 16. 
which is this Saturday. Have I said this Saturday? They currently have 18 teams. There are rooms for two more. Room for two more. Or rooms for two room more. Room for two more. Room for oh two in the north. God. <laughs> Timothy. Jesus. Do you not speak at There's only English? one of us prints on this show. Uh, who's this remind you of? Sorry. Um, Do you not speak at any English? <laughs> So that's in, uh, Southampton. Out of my mouth? that's in Southampton, Mass. Check in at 9 a.m. First ball will be at 10 a.m. Reminder, the entry is $400 per team. There is not an ATM at the alleys, but the bar does now accept credit. So that's good. Uh, payout with pay the bar teams. and they'll pay them in cash. Yep. Payout with 18 teams is $2,300 for first place. I'm going to say it's not doubles because there's teams. No, double elimination. Oh, I thought you said doubles. No. Double elimination because I bowled in the Richie Mayer double elimination teams tournament one year in 2011 when it was at Holy Lanes at fun times. Oh, holy, 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 holy. Which okay. is funny because when we got there, I was like, hey, that looks like a bullet hole in the side of the building. And one of the bowlers went, oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's not good. <laughs> so these are some of your teams. Uh, you got Tubbs and Friends. Nice. Nicholstein. Uh, That's got to be Nicholstein. Nope. Oh. Nope. You got our team. You got no name team. They don't have a name. It's Hesser. You've got sponsored by Brazzers. Nice. Wait. Love it. I love it. I hope that's actually true. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I hope they're actually. Do you want a shirt? Do you want a team shirt from them? I want a team shirt from them. Yeah. And I hope they're on the front. Gothier Jr., give me a team shirt. I hope it has boobies on the front. That would be the best oh, thing ever. God, that's great. That's fantastic. I love that. That's perfect. I hope all of the stuff they film that day, if they do stuff, has the brass logo at the bottom. You got stank meat. Nice. This yeah. sounds like a fun tournament. Brian, team, you think we, team, team clown shit. Brian, you think we could get our 560 team sponsored by Brazzers? We could try. <laughs> if we could. Ronnie, are you bowling the 560? They have a team, apparently. Who are you bowling with? Oh, the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, bowling the house. Oh. When is that again? The Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go again this year. You you can go because you you don't want to miss it because on the off chance, Dallas does make the Super Bowl. Not a chance. If, If they win. There's going to be an international incident. I can promise you, because I'll be running down Mountain Way shirtless, just Mount Road shirtless from from Storm's Bar. Um, that's yeah. So we've got stuff to, uh, you know, we 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 can we can talk about some things. We've had some what are we questions. Talk about Tim. Well, we we've had some questions. Okay. What do you want to talk about? We could let's talk about. Uh, Let's talk about lob lines. Let's talk about foul foul lines, foot foul lines. Do you guys want to talk about those? Or do you Honestly, have no, no. And, and dead serious about those two things, and, and people will complain all they want. I will stand by the fact that it's easier to hit whatever pin you're aiming at if you only have to navigate a quarter of the lane. That's why lobbing helps you. There is a there's a debate. On if lobbing helps or hurts, or has no impact whatsoever. Um, 
I think it helps you a lot. I'm I, the only thing I'm going to say is two things. Number one, and it's number a freaking two. rule. <laughs> yeah, it's a rule in the ICBA rule book. Mm-hmm. That line is not imaginary. There is a lob line here. The ball doesn't land on this side of it. Oh, it does, but you don't count what happens right. after. I'm just saying there is there is a rule. Um, you know, football. Look, Depends, if you're not going to have working foul lights, as long as you're not going over six, eight, ten inches over the line, if it's just your toe going over, I really don't care. And it's a league, okay? I, I don't. Please observe the line. Yeah, I mean, look, the worlds, the mixed worlds, you know, tournaments. Yeah, stay behind the line. But I, there were some people, and I forgot. Brian, where were we? They were getting all bent out of shape at league. And it might have been Oakland Park when you had a team that was going a foot over the line. And I just – I was happy. You know what? With Honestly, in that league, and I won't say names or anything, but I was happy that just the heels stayed behind the line. Yeah. Yeah. If they kept the heel behind, I was okay. But it's not like they were lighting the league up either with 119 to 20 average. They were 72 to 75. Right. Calvin, what do you think about uh, lob line and football line? He's from Canada. They don't have a lob line. I want to hear the Canadian opinion. They don't have a lob line. They do have a lob line. I I honestly don't. uh, my, My opinion has always been if you have a problem with it, call it. I don't have a problem with it. Because you're not going to beat me whether you're fouling 10 feet over the line or you're lobbing it 15 feet over. You're still not going to beat me at bowling. So I don't have a problem with it ever. Because if you want to do it, go for it. I don't care. It's not going to bother me any. My bowling is not impacted by what you're doing. Um, so, But if somebody is having a problem with it, then the match should be stopped completely. You either one call a grievance or you call a line judge over and you have somebody watch it. If you're going to sit there, don't bitch and moan. Don't act like children. Call somebody. Stop the match. Be like, hey, this guy's going over the line. Perfect. Move on. If you want to do it like a warning or if you want to call somebody over. But stop everything and tell them or tell the person, tell the captain, hey, your guy's going over the line. Just want to let you know. That's my opinion. I just, <clears throat> I, I'm going to use the Worlds as an example because that's the last tournament I bowled in. If it's going to be our premier tournament, then we follow the rules of bowling. I don't think it's that difficult. Or if you're if you're really worried about dress code and being professional, how about we have a couple officials for the finals? What's that got to do with dress code? Everyone's talking about how the dress code. You need to look professional. This is our professional event. Oh, your event. Cool. Have some officials for the finals. Well, like I mean, that's the thing. I mean, foot foot fouls. Foot fouls are a thing. But you look at like ten pin. Ten pin doesn't have lob rules. You got guys yeah. like Jason Belmonte, who's the best bowler in the world, and he lobs almost every ball. Here's a here's a difference with with ten pin and candle pin. The other reason I have a problem with lobbing is it actually does more damage to the lanes 
for Candlepin Ball to hit that far down. It's a smaller a, surface area. Than a 10 pin yeah. ball. Yeah, so it actually true. does it actually does damage to the lane. A most 10 pin is synthetic. Right. Okay. So they can lob it out there and it doesn't do damage because it's synthetic. Yeah. Okay. Uh oh, Ian. We have a lob line at our 10 pin lane here. I the ones that I've been to doesn't have a lob line. They don't have lob lines. Um but I think it's more of a shock and awe thing at that point. Like, if you can lob it out there, good for you to be able to throw a 16 pound ball that far accurately. Like, hey, but I just, hey, Brian, Brian, there you go. And there's a complete and utter argument to your point in that there's less to navigate. Mm -hmm. You have to be accurate to lob. I don't care if you lob 16, 20 feet and we're back to candle pin. If you're, if you're accurate with it, good for you. It's the same accuracy as me throwing my ball on the ground. I still have to be accurate with my ball just as much as they have to be accurate with their ball. But it's but but you're to not Brian's point, it's easier to, it's easier to be accurate at 45 feet or 40 feet than it is at 60 feet. And we're not you talking are, like the single pins. You are navigated in an extra think about, 15 feet of lane. Yeah, think about hitting a deadwood. And instead of your ball having to navigate all the lane, it's like it hits, and then it's like, oh, there's the spot I need to hit. Like, I don't know. But you still have to be accurate with that. For 40 and, feet. And you also have to hope that your ball doesn't do anything once it hits the, hits the lane. Because you could easily hit the lane and your ball just go whoop like that because it hit on the spin or on the turn. Or Let's face it. Let's face it. People who know how to do it haven't just started to think, oh, today is a good day to start lobbing. That's true, but it's also the same way as bowling normally. You still have to practice and be good at it. You can't just pick up a ball and go and lob what? the ball. Okay, okay. Same thing. Let's say we're, we'll move to we'll move to football. Yeah. Okay. How about we have somebody? We have me pick Tim up, and then you try and tackle Tim. I mean, nothing in the rules says you can't do it that way, or something in the rules says you can't do it that way, but. It's still just as like the same thing as you running, right? Can't tackle me. You're getting an assist. It's against the rules and you're getting an assist. I just I was taught from an early age that we follow the rule book. Yeah. Well, it's not hard. You don't you don't throw ball at rolling wood. You don't lob the ball. You stay behind the foul line. You don't take shots out of a gutter. What? What do you mean shots out of the gutter? Who takes what? What we will what do, you... look. We're going to discuss this. That's going to have its own special moment. Okay. Okay. To finish this discussion, it is hard. a rule in candlepin bowling. You stay behind the foul line. You don't lob the ball. It's that simple. You want to know why you want to know why I believe that? It's because it's in the rule. You want to change the rule, then change the rule. At that point, I won't care. But until then, follow the damn rules. Go by what is written, not what's intended, what is written. That's a dress code. Ooh. <laughs> Spicy. Feisty. Feisty. 
we're 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 calling and and calling okay all right someone got called out nice use an expression of the fans of ripping the rack (laughs) podcast are not those of yeah (laughs) i've never seen it so let's discuss bowler's call okay okay and here's here's what i'm gonna tell you my take on taking shots out of the gutter, pretty simple. And I have been pretty clear about this to anyone that's ever asked me. There's video as well evidence. As, as well as on this show. Shots out of the gutter or close to the gutter or whatever. It is bowler's call. It is not the people in the back. It is not the guy you're bowling against. It is not the people watching now we got streaming. It is not the people watching on a stream. And two hours later, someone posting a clip of it. We're not the PGA. You can't call in a rule violation. Bowler's call simply means that bowler made the call. I don't have to agree with it. Calvin, Brian, you guys don't have to agree with it. You can have a powwow about it. You may have a conversation and you may have a discussion with said bowler at that time. However, here's what I was taught, and this is what I've always told people and anyone that's ever asked me. If it is close, I will not take the shot. I can if, actually, I, if in my if in my head I am not a hundred percent sure that that shot was good, I won't take it. And I'll back and you will, up on that, Tim, because on YouTube, if you look up Karen Matero from a Vacation Land tournament back in two thousand and nine. There's video C-A-R-O-N, evidence. Of, not my sister Karen. Right. Yeah. Sierra. Yeah. There's actual video evidence of Tim not taking a shot because he thought it was close. So I I don't care that he took the shot. It was his call. It was his call to make. And and you know, Mark Carrier in, in that thread said that it's a split second decision. And he's absolutely correct. It is a split second decision. The difference is, personally, this is me. I won't take the shot if I don't think it's good. Okay. Now, the secondary part of that, how do I word this? If there is a problem with someone saying that shot was good. You stop it right then. That should have been addressed right then and there. Now, I will also tell you. I lost one a Pro Bowler of the Year title to Russ Neely by two pins over 50 strings. Okay. Russ had five Pro Tour of the Year. I had three. I did exactly what I did in that tournament, Brian, and I remember it clearly. In the last tournament, in the, about the eighth or ninth string, I had a nine-pin drop, 10-pin, with wood in the gutter. I didn't take the shot. Was it good? I don't know. It was too close to call, so I said no. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't lose it. I didn't lose a Pro Bowler of the Year because of that. Not over fifty strings, two pins over fifty strings, five hundred boxes. No, there was far other things that I threw away. Not, not that, not that one. You know. <clears throat> so my. 
there's a certain amount of integrity that goes with this game. Like and it, and it, it is. And it's on the individual bowler. It's the only way I can put that, folks. Would I have taken the shot? Probably not. Easy for me to say I wasn't there and I didn't throw the ball. And, you and I didn't see it. For that amount of money. That yeah. comes into it, too. And for one thing, I didn't see it. I only saw the replay. I still haven't seen it. I mean, you can watch it. It's it's right there. I don't need to. You know? Honestly, I, it's I, none of my business. Calvin, look, you look like you got something to say. Oh, no. I, I, I'm just nodding along with everything. That's all. <laughs> No, you you got something to say. I do know there have been occasions in big tournaments where I have felt very uncomfortable marking certain scores because, yeah, I didn't think they were good. Yeah, it happens. That's my thing. Even, like, if I'm keeping score and I don't think it's good, I'm not pushing the button, writing the mark, whatever. I'm like, no, somebody else can do that. I don't feel not like because at that point in a in a tournament like league, okay, league you can stomach almost because it's one of those things like okay, league. When you're bowling for money, you start taking money out of people. When you start affecting somebody else's pocketbook, then you're kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know if I want to take that. Now, the second part of this, I'm going to say is is pretty simple, and it, it goes to. If that happened against me, it is what it is. You have to. I, I I very rarely ever got upset with what someone else did against me. Hell, half the time I didn't even see it. I was gonna say, yeah, Tim, come on. 70% of the time you're not paying attention. <laughs> That's for sure. No, no, to other people's boy, he doesn't, even if you're on his team. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't pay attention to what my opponent's doing. Rarely pay attention to what my opponent's doing. Right. I, have a hard enough, I have a hard enough time focusing on my own bowling. You think you I do it? Watch no, no, you, you do do it one time. If somebody is shooting a shot after you and you need a count and they miss it or they make it, you'll watch to see if they make it because you know you'll, you'll need to pick them. Yes. That's the only time you do. Yeah. And I bowled with you enough to know that is – the one time you will actually look over at somebody else's lane. And Chris, that's that's kind of the point I'm I'm trying to make was, yeah, the only the only impact that a shot like that had was in the head of the people that it was against. Yeah. And I mean that's the thing. And the other the other thing about it is, I mean, of course it doesn't matter because the pins were taken regardless. But it didn't. It wasn't a spare. He didn't make a shot. And he, you know, he didn't. It wasn't like it was. He took twenty two pins or something like that. Like it was two pins. Yes, if it came down to it and you lost by one, then yeah, okay, I'd be like, okay, no. That's on like, you though. Bring it up at the point. Like, yeah, well, bring no, it up at absolutely. That point. Yeah. And I mean, it looked like I didn't, I didn't understand. I think that's what he was doing when the shot happened. I don't know if something was said. I couldn't really hear 
what was going on. I don't know if something was said, but he turned around and kind of laughed. And I don't know if that's what he was referring to. He said something subtle like that. If you have an issue, say, hey, put your ball ball down and say, let's talk about that. And I've done it in the canyon. I did Tony Arsenal in Bangor one year in the canyon. His light went off on a spare fill. I was on the left. I put my ball ball down and he went, what are you doing? I go, we're going to talk about why your spare, why your light went off on that spare fill. Okay. Well, that's that's it. That's a different situation because then we're going – what I'm saying before is that regardless if you say something or not, yes, you can ask, be like, was that was that good? Did you think that was good? I think that would be as far as you could go. Right. Because that's their call. in the end of the day, it is, it is Bola's call. It is a Bola's call. And you can be upset with it or not. You can be cranky about it or not, but it's still a Bola's call. And – the better part about that person, and I mean not that person in general, but the person who takes the shot out of the gutter is, and it didn't happen in this instance, is you have the chance to make him regret that. Because bowling irony, people, is a thousand percent a thing. And I will argue with every single person who says it isn't. If you're going up there and it's like a close game, something like that, and you have a nine pin break with a plank and the other guy has a weird break and you miss that nine pin break, that shot's going every time. Every time. Shot is going. It is going. If they hit it, it it will go like one. There's no way it's not going. It's going so fast. Mm -hmm. Like I had, I, and I'll show it the other night. I was bowling and I had an eight pin break. And I should have hit it and I just missed it and it didn't go. And the guy I was bowling against had the four horsemen. And I said, well, that shot never goes until now. And yep. didn't he just make it? And it's like that thing, it just, it, it happens. Bowling irony is a thing. So when somebody takes that shot out of the gutter, I can give an instance. We were bowling and I won't put names out there because it's, it's not that it's not funny because it would be funny. Um, but we were bowling a tournament. And a guy took a shot clearly in the gutter, took a 10, and one of my teammates basically just destroyed him the rest of the the match and just berated every time he threw a ball. It was bad. And he just made a mark. And it made a mark, made a mark, made a mark. And then the guy proceeded to average 97 the rest of the day. So... It, bowling irony is a thing. So if you want to be that person who takes that shot out of the gutter, if it's close or not, or whether you even think it's close or not, it could come back around and you could be the one who paid for it. Because what you do is you get even. You ask the question, hey, was that good? Did you think that was good? Was that like an eight or a nine or a 10? Then when they answer it, you're like, okay, sure. And then you proceed to go on your way. Don't don't bring up this crap. It's, it's not worth yeah. it. And and the other thing that I've done in the past as well is if I have a shot and I'm I'm going to use Jeff's shot as an example. He had the two and the one with a with a plank like that and the wood in the gutter. Okay, let's call it what it is. We're talking about the match with Lapierre and Weber against Dom Drake and Richard Beveridge. Yeah, and Jeff had a bowler's call. It's a bowler's call, people. Yeah. Okay, hundred percent. Um, Maddie, that's a good question. Hold that thought. I'm going to answer that in one second. Um, sorry, I had a squirrel moment. Yeah. I, ha- I have 
looked and asked and said, hey, look, if I play a shot here, is that shot good? Yep. And I, if they say yes, and that's where the ball hits, I will take the shot because that's where I said, and they yep. said it was good. I have I done ask, that. On is that part of the wood good? Yes. Yeah, I've done that too. Okay. Yep. Now. Or can we all agree that's good? Right, exactly. I and and with everything that's happened and happening and everybody doing this, basically every time I get a, a weird wood, I usually turn around to a person and on the other team and just say, "If I hit this here, is that good or not?" Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure before I throw yeah. the ball because if not, I'll throw it somewhere different. Right. Then there's no question. So right. here, here's the thing, and I hope people understand. I am not calling Jeff out for taking that shot. No, we are no, We're having a difficult situation. I can't tell you if I would have taken it or not in that situation because I wasn't there. Fair enough. Are we? Is everyone clear on that? I haven't yeah, seen the chat, everyone. Well, I'm not calling him out. I'm saying that if I was put in that position, I number one, I don't know what I would have done because I wasn't there. In the past, I have not taken shots that were close. That's just me. It doesn't mean I'm right. It doesn't mean I'm wrong. It doesn't mean Jeff's right or wrong or Calvin or anyone else. Okay, it's an opinion. Now, Maddie asks a good question. With that match being live streamed, do we get Paul to stop the live and watch a replay? Not saying that shot made the difference, but a topic for discussion. Um, the problem is I, you can't look, stop. You you can't you can't stop live. Well, and watch it yeah, over. Well, I mean, you, you can. can it needs to be established it. beforehand. Like, right. our, it's going to be an instant replay rule. Like, hey, if there's a question. Where this is being taped and live streamed, do we go back and watch the replay of it? And if right. they say, "Yeah, we can do that," okay, cool. You can do that for that match. But if it's not, you can't just do it randomly for whatever you feel like. And yes, Wicked Fingers, you are right. There was a missing pin, and I found that. I know which playoff match you're talking about. <laughs> I found that moment and took a snapshot of it, and there was a the there was a strike. That happened and nobody noticed. Didn't they go back though? Didn't I? No, that no, that was that was, that was our that was our match. We something happened in our match, and I okay. went back and watched it. That was when Adam was streaming, but in our playoff match against Maria. Okay. I I Maddie, I think that's a that's a really kind of cool point. Mm. Um and Brian, I think you I think you hit it on the head when you said if it was agreed upon before the match. Yeah. Anything that you think is Close. I, I'd like to, personally. I like the idea. Yeah, um, I think it needs to be very similar to baseball. You get one. If the you seed, you can keep it. The only problem is you do you may and also have a problem with your uh, viewing. True. Your connection may not. Because you got to stop enough. it. Right, but your no, but I mean your connection may not be good enough. Where it, it might be subject to availability it, right? too. Right. Like yeah. So. There was, I, I believe, it was Pilgrim Lanes that had um, an overhead shot of the pins on on your score on your score on the scorers table. You literally could see the pins, so you could check a shot. They had a deck now, camera. Yeah, they turned they turned it off for tournaments, and I don't know if they turned it off for leagues or whatnot, but. <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Yes, there, Corey. Yeah, it was, right here. It was a difference from 97 to 92, bud. It's okay. We still whooped their ass. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, pin <laughs> it was, That's what I'm talking about, Maddie. If we had yeah. – if you had something like that, I I don't have a problem with it. Right. I don't have a problem with if it's off. being streamed or whatever, going back and looking on replay. I think it's a kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think you have to limit it, too. You can't have – Unlimited replays. I think it's got to be like um, baseball. One, if you succeed, you can have one more. If you fail, oh yeah. then you lose it. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. actually cool, Danny. Um, he's had uh, a bowl of forfeited string in the ACST after re-watching a match and seeing a foul they committed, winning them the match. So after the fact, like the next day or the day after they were watching it, they went and forfeited that string. That's cool. That's wow. integrity. That's, integrity. That's very integrity. Yeah. Love it! Wow, and and yeah. and and you're not actually wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That would be a. Long... You couldn't do it in the world. There's too many that you. It would have to be for the like finals only. Yeah, it'd have to be like the singles, and you'd only have the finals called. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. finals. Yeah. That's the only way you could do the world of officials. It's just the finals. You have well, I think three, you could probably, I think you could probably do it. You could probably do it semifinals on. Yeah, but you need to have predetermined officials who are not a part of the tournament. Yep. You can't just grab guys who aren't in the playoffs and say, hey, officiate the match. Yeah. No. They have to be not affiliated with the tournament. Um, I Danny, I think that's I I love it. I I mm -hmm. I think it's totally cool. Um those are the type of people I want to bowl with. I, again, I know, I know this situation in the money match has riled people up. I know there's people on both sides of the of the fence on this. Um, you're neither right nor wrong. I don't like life. Yeah, you know, um, I I am reasonably. I'd have to go back and look at the rule book, but I I mean I'm reasonably sure there is a there is a rule about uh, about a deadwood. You know, hitting a deadwood, not wood, but hitting the deadwood. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, hitting, hitting a pin. Um, well, it's like the rule that not not a lot of people know about, or I, maybe I'm mistaken, but <laughs> when you completely miss everything and hit the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Good job. Uh, that's pretty but good. when you completely miss everything, hit the curtain, the ball comes off and takes a pin. That's a dead ball. That pin doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. But she's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> my wife was brutal for the Cowboys comment. But, but she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Um, You know, so ultimately, we could beat this. Oh, yeah. Silly and yeah, to a blue in the face, you know. Oh no, this horse is dead. Yeah. Bowler's call is bowler's call, yeah. regardless if you agree with it or not. It's simple as that. But if you don't agree, if you don't agree with it, dead. bring it up at the time of the foul or the supposed foul. Grievance yeah. committees exist for a reason. You know, in the money matches, you're gonna have to have a conversation beforehand about a grievance of some yeah. sort. And but even then, again, if you look at that, as much as I as much as I agree with everything, if you look at that, grievance committee is going to go by the rules, and the rules are it's bowler's call. Like it's simple as that. I, it's it's 
as much as you everybody wants to bitch about it as much as everybody want to, wants to hate on it it's bowler's call the problem now, i ever have with this is when a bowler turns around and goes huh if you turn uh, around yeah. and have to go huh? if they go at then, then no <laughs> then you know it's not good just don't take it it's bowler's call simple as that period yep. end of discussion and that you know and there's been a couple of times where you know, I'm going to call I'm going to call Austin Barnes out for a moment. Austin took a shot against Jeff Surratt several years ago in in Millis in a singles uh pro series. The ball was in the gutter. I could see it from you know, the parking lot. Austin made the call that it was good. He thought it was good. Bowler's call. Austin and I have since talked about that several times. And you know what? He's he learned from that. And the last time I saw, you know, something, I can't remember if it was a tournament like last year or something. He had a close shot that he didn't take, you know? And, and what was funny was I actually thought that one was good and he didn't take it. Mm-hmm. So people can learn from it. And that's, that's the whole point of what I'm trying to say is I don't find someone defined by one action. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bull's call is bull's call. You don't have to agree with it. I don't have to agree with it. No one has to agree with it except for the bowler. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to – I shouldn't say never. I, more than likely, I'm not going to argue a point if someone no, takes it. As Calvin said, bowling karma exists. Mm, yeah. And it, it will get you. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm uh, sure. Look, I guarantee I've taken shots that some people have said, I don't think that was good. And in my heart, I thought it was good. Yep. I, have I, gu- I guarantee it. I bowled a lot. We've all bowled a lot. We've all taken close shots that some people might say was no good. That's the part of bowler's call. I mean, I guess I, I, I can't be any more clear about how I feel about it. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Bowler's call, period. End of discussion. There's nothing um, you can do about it. You can just ask them, and simple as that. If they say, yeah, it was good, good enough. Thank yeah, you. Go, hey, that was good? Okay. Yeah, good enough. And don't and, and the other end of it, don't fucking get offended when you're asked if that was good or not. It was just it's just a question. It's just yeah. do you think that was good? Stand by it. If you say yeah. yes. If I said yes. Yeah, it was good. Have I changed my mind if someone's questioned it? More than one person, like on another team or even my own team? I've changed my mind. I said, fine. We won't take it then. I thought it was yeah. good. But if everyone here says it wasn't, yeah. then... If 15 people turn around and say no, I'm like, okay, it wasn't good. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't get offended if I get asked that question. No. And you shouldn't. No. Folks, it's bowling. Yeah. I mean, it's not life. We get we got bigger problems in life than than bowling, folks. A lot of bigger problems going on in the world, you know. Oh yeah. All I can think of is Ted Lasso. Football is life. Football is life. You know, be a goldfish. Yeah. Ted Lasso is that's one of the all time. Ted Lasso is an amazing show. It's an amazing it. show. If you haven't watched it, folks, I urge you to watch it. It is a phenomenal show. Jason Sudeikis is amazing. Um, just. You know, yeah, 
anyway, so we're over. Yeah. Uh, per, per usual. <laughs> um, folks, as usual, please get uh, please get your results to us. Please. Please. Pretty, pretty, please. I, I'm tired of digging. I got you covered, Tim. Yeah. The views and expressions on Ripping Your App podcast are those of Tim, Calvin, and Brian. We cannot give you our views and expressions if you do not send us the information in which to do that. Please go ahead and send us those things. You can find Ripping the Rack on Anchor, Breaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcast mediums. Also, yes, Chris, we will try and get the Brazers sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> um, please get your questions, comments, and concerns to Ripping the Rack Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter or X or whatever it is. Um, Nico, it, when is our next show? It, yes, Never. that's a great question, Nico. Happy New Year. We're retired. <laughs> um, our next show will be January. Uh, we will have almost a month off um, because our next show would be Christmas, and neither one, none of so us happy are doing holidays, Christmas. everybody, from Ripping the Rack Podcast. Uh, Merry yeah. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. It's not a war on, on Christmas. Jeez, no. Holy crap. It's just Merry, happy holidays because there are like 9,000 holidays. There's 27 holidays. Well, no, I'm explaining to people who are like, yeah. against Christmas. Oh, oh Merry Christmas, Hanukkah. Yeah. We're going to touch them all. Like That's what I like to do is touch them all. Um, our next show, uh, more than likely, will be. We'll probably go like the 8th. January eighth. Yeah. And we will be having some guests uh, starting in the new year, um, and we will have a special Sunday evening, excuse me, Sunday evening show um, coming up, uh, most likely in January. Uh, with... Some people bowl Monday nights. Yeah, some people bowl Monday nights. Um, Who wants to start their week week off? I I I (laughs) I think uh, Sean, if you could uh, either message me directly those results from the Richie Meyer, we will discuss it. Absolutely. uh, When we we come back, we'll more than likely we'll plan a a fairly longer show because we're going to have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Guys, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah for those that celebrate that. Happy Kwanzaa for those that celebrate Kwanzaa. Um, happy holidays, people. Happy yes. holidays. And happy New Year. Happy, and happy New, New Year. Year. Be safe. Uh, thank you for another year of uh, support for Ripping the Rack podcast. Uh, it's been yeah. three plus years, and it's been It'll a be blast. Four years in April, man. I know. Looking, looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, guys. Peace out. Maybe.